Hey, everyone. Just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone that came and visited us at Origins. We had an absolute blast meeting fans and hanging out with the lovely people of Die Hard Dice. I know in this whole trial, time is of the essence, so I won't keep you too long. Without further ado, here's episode 45, Pretty Little Liar. Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 45, guys. It's quite a bit under our belt at this point. We're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> and some of our characters are never getting old. Oh. Oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but on that somber note, uh, Steve, what you drinking, bud? I would like to lighten the mood with a frosty hams from the land of sky blue waters, Griffin. This will be a team slurp episode All right, because it might get a little dicey here. Gird your loins here. Gird them hard, guys. Oh, man. It's a good hams. Nice. Speaking of good hams, Brooks, I see you in those shorts. Those are some good hams. Oh, thanks. What you drink it, buddy? Well, I did myself a little bit of a gasoline queen special a bit here. So, everyone likes uh, cherry coke. And orange vanilla Coke is also pretty nice. But what if you put them together? In a sippy cup. Yeah, in a sippy cup. Is there any alcohol in there? Oh, yeah. There is a lot. Oh, boy. Um, I, don't I wouldn't you... exactly <laughs> recommend it. You didn't even, like, describe all the ingredients. Yeah, you're just like, there's two kinds of Coke and the drink's there's dark. There's not even so... two kinds of Coke. No, there's not. No. It is oh, orange vanilla Coke, maraschino liqueur. Yep. And that's where the cherry Coke comes in. And then there's uh, orange or like vanilla rum, spiced rum in there. <laughs> so that's where the orange vanilla rum comes in. It's a short story long. There's a lot of stuff in there. I feel like this was a bit of your fault on asking me all of these different questions about my there experimental were only in drink. Three, three ingredients. That's it. Three. Okay. Well, short story long, I could have told it even shorter. Speaking of even shorter, confused. Haley, what you drinking? <laughs> even shorter, even shortest at the table. She is short. Yeah, I'm. I'm really short. I am drinking a Cider Boys Tiki Colada. <laughs> How that is? <laughs> it's good. And what What do you want from me? You want you? I know you want a transition. Uh, it is pina colada Give and it to apple. Me. Give it to me. I don't know what else you're looking for. Speaking Salty. of people that I'm looking for, Emily, <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? I have a key lime sparkling beverage tonight. You gotta explain what else is in it. 
the people yep. are dying to know. That's literally all that is in it. It is just sparkling water. No liquor? Wow. No. Gasoline clean. boo. I'm on some pain meds. They don't mix well with alcohol. That's what quitters say. I want my liver to survive until adulthood. (laughs) Aren't you an adult? Yeah, so you don't have anything else to live for. Late adulthood. (laughs) Griffin. Speaking of livers that haven't formed into (laughs) adulthood. Hi, guys. I'm Griffin. I'm drinking the Patreon special beverage. And... I think you guys were nice to me for once for my birthday, so thanks, patrons. I'm drinking a bourbon on the rocks. I'm actually drinking Larceny bourbon, which my buddy James from the Wheeler Woe podcast actually bought for me for my birthday. Shout out to you, dude. Love you, man. And it's quite good. It's going to be a bourbon episode, so get ready, uh, probably to be coup de grade. I don't know. So, guys, what did you think of last episode? What did you think of, uh, you know, the fruits of your labors? You tried so hard to split the party. Tell me about how you're feeling. I feel terrible because I can only cast second-level spells, and last time I checked, well, fuck, I can't remember, but Restoration is a fourth or fifth-level spell for me. So, um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to getting rid of this um, ability score drain in book four. That'll be great. You always buy a scroll or find a healer in town. Sure, I could. There's literally a huge Church of Phrasma. I keep telling you this. Like, there is a huge Church of Phrasma. We will have restoration there. You know, you you better not. I mean, I'm sure it's not there. Like, you should probably just wait till book four. Maybe. Maybe you should further check in the town that you're in. Hergstad. Yeah, maybe a priest. Maybe. Probably a priest chilling there. He just stayed the whole time. Yep. What about you, Emily? How you feeling? It was a tough episode there at the end for me. Even I've been thinking through it throughout the week, and I can't think of a way that I could have gotten out of that situation. Like, I couldn't think of a better way to have played it to not almost die, besides just failing all my saves early on and letting it do whatever it was going to do. Yeah. That's, I mean, generally when you fail a bunch of saves, you die. Now, you did have that burst of radiance that would have been really good if you rolled one higher on that spell resistance roll. Uh, I was so excited for that. I rolled pretty well on the damage. It was going to be blinded. I could have tried to run away, but no. Well, then Itmer would have died, so I guess you did him a favor. (laughs) You're welcome. And Itmer really does feel pretty, pretty awful about this whole thing. I mean, he was paralyzed, so... Now, you are actually under the effects of hold person, which kind of acts the same way, except you can't take mental actions as well. Yeah, I don't think his mental actions would have done much anyway. No, I didn't think you were going to be casting any spells. That's why I just told you to put paralyze on your sheet. (laughs) But yeah, so he, but he really does feel pretty, well, very awful about this whole thing because he just empowered, was empowered with the new feet bodyguard and wasted might as well (laughs) hey you kept that horse out of trouble uh well good thing he uh he was sure to lose that too (laughs) (laughs) now Haley, did eclipse take any condrain just the one uh still took me down to level four uh health so not happy about that 
bummer. Real big bummer. <laughs> I so, mean, otherwise Eclipse is doing okay. She's a little both excited and nervous for more wraiths. She's got one in her body now, so it's like... How's her arm feeling? Oh, I'm <laughs> sure that does not feel good. But I did... I actually used, like, the Cure Light Wound, so it's probably healed. Yeah. So why don't we roll for the next uh, the next Patreon beverage, and then we'll jump right into it. All right, Steve. It's just Steve and Haley. Let's roll. What you got there? Under 10. What do you have? Over 19. 20? Natural 20. <laughs> I got a nine. So. All right. Haley's up next. I think I went last last time, too. You did? Yeah. Yep. This has just gone in a- We've taken the order time. the exact same way. The dice uh, know us too well. We open on a scene. And we find ourselves deep, deep below the waves. Lyra, your eyes open, and you can see the sun. It's shining through roiling waves 30 feet above you. You're deep enough now where the light blues you see above have turned into this dark navy. But you see a deeper darkness still. And it is roiling as well. Roiling around your body. Shapes in the water. Shapes surrounding you. And then you're unconscious again. And you dream. In Lyra's dream, she sees a much younger version of herself standing on a chair trying to reach a large fish laying on a rough, damp table. She keeps an eye on her mother, who she knows wouldn't approve of her playing with it. While flapping its fins and wiggling its tail, she sings, Fishy, fishy, going in the dishy. Make me big and strong, so when daddy swims home, I can come along. I know you're excited, dear, but it'll be a long time before you're able to go to your home. I wish I could keep you here with me on land forever, though. And then Lyra drifts back into this deep, deep slumber. And we enter into the present day. Ikmer, you're 40 feet away. You see your friend lying on the ground. You just saw a gout of bright red blood leave her chest. And you see her armor fall in tatters. She lies on the ground and this creature boils on its back with pulsing brains within them, floats over her, its claws soaked to the second knuckle in blood, its mouth caked in viscera. It stands over your friend, and you watch it vomit these vile things into her. 
you see this happen in front of you. And you're almost sure she's dead. What do you do? He is quite far away in rough terrain still. So he's, uh, he's got to at least get uh, 20 feet away is his uh, next goal. And if it's possible, he would love to ready his plus one hammer. So he readies his hammer. And the thing kind of rises up from her body. And it turns to you. And you hear it say, but it's strange. It it doesn't move its mouth at all. Make sure she makes it home to mother now. I can't wait to see her when she does. And then it disappears. But you know exactly where it was. Okay. I'll throw the hammer. Okay. So you throw the hammer, make a ranged attack roll. Now you know the square it was in. You're not positive if it's still there, but you make the throw. Okay. Oh, well, I definitely miss. It is a total 11. Total 11. It arcs wide. Misses even the kind of area you were aiming for. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. He's th- it's Lyra. distracted. No! <laughs> I can't take that. It's Lyra. How about, how about <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it misses entirely. You don't see it connect with anything in the air. So you're not sure if your instincts were right and, and, and it had stayed there or if it had moved on. Okay. Um, then he's going to rush right up to Lyra and try for that heel check. Okay, make a heel check. It is the exact same number on the die. So four. Four total? Yep. Oh, boy. You're relatively sure she's dead. Next, he would probably try to do... Well, he would definitely try look around on the ground and know where... He knew where his horse went, but he'd like to know where the other horse went. Do, like, a survival for some tracks. You don't have to. Okay. You see that the other one went straight down the the path that you had been leading you guys there. Yours went kind of into the into the rougher brush uh, where it kind of took you mm-hmm. for, for about 50 feet, but the, the other one actually just went down the path and it appears to kind of be, like, it's a little skittish, but it's waiting down there. Yeah. All right, he is going to pick Lyra up and carry her to this horse. Okay, he does so. Put her on the horse. I'm guessing just like flops her on uh, perpendicular to where you would actually want to be. So he kind of straps her on and And he feels this like loose squish as he picks her up. It doesn't feel good. It, It feels like her stomach is almost like torn 
um, then he would investigate that further. Um, the the stomach squish. So as as he feels, I'm actually going to need you to make a perception check. Okay. This one's a lot higher at a 15. At a 15, with his hand kind of on her chest, he feels the faintest of breaths, the faintest pulse. And then he feels something else, something not right. And out of one of the wounds, one of these things, these leech-like creatures crawls out and kind of plops sickly on the ground. It almost makes like a, a splat and you can see just some gore kind of land around it. And then with a speed that you weren't expecting, it kind of slithers off into the grass. Oh, thank goodness. Lyra, I, I, I thought I lost you there, and to be honest, I, I would really, really feel bad about, about it. You know, I mean, I, I did say that I was gonna try to protect all of us, and you, you were so hopeful in me about becoming some the prince of wolves and you gave me the card and you believed in me I I you come on you just stay with me a little bit longer I please please you're you're my friend and then he's gonna do his best to run along the side of the horse stabilize her and get back to Lepidstat okay so you guys are heading back to Lepidstadt. Yep. He knows that's the exact... He knows where there is help. And as soon as they are within city limits, he is going to start screaming out. Wiener! <laughs> oh my god. I'm here, Ickman! You hear it as if it's almost across the, across the square as you enter town, and you just hear like, thump, 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 and it starts to get faster, and he's just pushing through people. He knows this is his time. What do you need, Ikma? Get her to the safest place possible. She needs a lot of healing right away. And he would take one look at Lyra and just, like, scoop her up into his big arms and take off at a gallop. Um, and he's just like, he's running faster than you've seen a man his size ever, ever book it. Yes. I'll make sure she's okay, Ikma. I've got this. I've got to go save my friends in Hergstad. Tell everybody that we're there, and if we don't come back, well, ever, you can kind of probably find our bodies there, but <laughs> I'm going back. Get to the Yang. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he would, he would actually take... Lyra back to Sajira's tent. And what you guys didn't really even ask, but now Lyra will be relatively aware. Sajira is a decently powerful oracle. She would take one look 
at uh, at Lyra as as Trollblood kind of stomps up. Sajira, Ikma, he he came back to town and it, Lyra, she's nearly dead. Oh no, this is this is not good. Um, Lyra, she immediately kind of lays her hands down upon you as uh, as Trollblood lays you in her tent like on the on the ground of, of her covered wagon that ain't bad that is um, 18 points of healing woof not bad nice. Lyra's back to consciousness. Sweet. Ikmer did so much in that sense of also helping heal. Ikmer is already on his way back, I presume. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, so he like, is takes like, off on full a sprint. Yep, yeah, full sprint. He will take all of the negatives for being exhausted or whatever it takes. Okay. Did you take a horse? You had the back? horse, yeah. so I imagine you like hop back over the horse's back and... Well, Kick yeah, into high gear. I'm sure it's probably tiring to ride a horse that hard. Jeez, guys. <laughs> For the horse. I mean, I guess it's actually just a, what, five miles an hour or something. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been to Mexico. You've never ridden a horse that hard. <laughs> so, Ikmer is on his way back, and he's able to, well, make a handle animal check. I always ride better with a beer. Or ride, whichever one you're better at. Well, it's definitely ride with an eight. With an eight. So you're trying as hard as you can. This horse, you could tell it's going a little bit faster, but it's tired from going through rough terrain, basically halfway to Hergstag and then all the way back and then back to Hergstag again. Yeah. So you're not having much success getting it to speed up much faster than it had been going. And Ikmer's not doing it any favors either just because he's not an experienced rider. Yeah. Um, Lyra, what what happens when you wake up? I'm guessing after everything that happened, Lyra would uh, probably try to sit upright right away and try to assess the situation since last she remembers there was a terrifying creature right and next she to her. Would, she would feel immediately, uh, it feels like several of her ribs are broken. Oh. She probably would lay back down. Lyra, Lyra, you, you must take it easy. Where, where's Ikmer? Is he okay? He, he called Wiener as fast as he could. He, Wiener brought, brought you here. I, I healed you as best I could. Thank you. I feel like I must have been in awful shape. You were the closest to death I've ever seen a person that wasn't dead. That Nathalga really did a number on me. I hope it's not still out there when Ikmer goes back. Oh, I, I wish I was, I was there to see you come into town, I would have I would have told the boy off for, for running back out there like that, but there's not much we can do you you need to rest or, or 
find other healing if you have it, but um, I'm afraid I'm afraid of you making it back to your friends in this kind of state. I have some healing skill myself. I think they're going to need my help. I'm somewhat of a healer myself. <laughs> All right, Lyra's going to cast Cure Moderate. So that's ten more points. Okay, that's a good chunk. You're doing all right now. You're among the living. What are you, like, third to half health? Not even? No, I'm not that close yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Does Sajira not have more health or, like, healing? That was her big burst. Her, her only or her big? Her only. I'm throwing you one bone. I appreciate that. <laughs> what a high-level oracle. <laughs> She gotta use her spells for other shit, like performing. Fair. I'll give you that one. Those carnivals don't put themselves on. They gotta make nice. that money. Make that cheddar. One more cure moderate. Oh, I rolled so much better. 18. Nice. See, Lyra can do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, good, All right. So what? So what's the plan, Lyra? Are you are you charging back in? Yeah, I mean, there really isn't anything else for Lyra to do in town. She's worried about Ikmer going out on his own. She's, She's also the one with all the information, or most of it. Yeah, yeah, for actually exploring Herkstad. So she definitely wants to get going and. Uh, she would continue to heal herself a little bit with some cure lights, but then she would ask to borrow a horse. Okay. So you grab a horse. You may make a handle animal or ride check. We're going to have to give the carnies some money for their horse. Well, you might bring them back a whole nother one if you find your old one. <laughs> That's true. Oh, our rental deposit is going to be awful. You're fucked, dude. <laughs> I hope you bought horse insurance. <laughs> Only a 14. Only a 14. On handle animal. Ikma, damn it, boy. My name was on that documentation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With a a 14 and with a fresh horse, I'm going to say you're actually able to catch up with Ikmer as he's about 75% of the way to Herkstag. So you you make kind of not double time, but you're getting there. Quicker. I could almost say that it was uh, Matumbe's fault for leaving his horse in charge of a teenager. Yeah, that's true. You're actually going to be at fault because, you know, you had an uninsured driver. To be, to be fair, the horse may have had a higher intelligence than Ikmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, hey. <laughs> so I want to flash back over and rewind the tape with... Matumbe and Eclipse, the detective duo, out in Herkstag. Now, Ikma heard that. You know that it is roughly 6 p.m. You know this: the sun will set in about an hour, hour and a half. But you know one other thing. You know that that wraith 
was able to attack you in areas where the sun didn't shine. That's right. You know that wraiths have a terrible weakness, and that is sunlight. So while you're waiting for your friends, I'll leave it up to you. But it might be in your best interest to search in the light. Yeah, we're we're on a seriously ticking clock here. Um, so Matumbe would mention to Eclipse as they're kind of wandering through town. You know, Eclipse, I've been giving this some thought, and we know that this this wraith brought back these wraithling. There must be a body that proves what sort of uh, grievance was done upon this young girl that we faced. If we find the body, perhaps we can prove that the beast did not kill this young girl. Yeah, Matumbe, that's a really good idea. And you see her just kind of uh, kind of in a, a bush or a tree that's nearby, and she is going to grab... What are you doing in that bush? Uh... Hang on, hang on, Matumbe. I think I might have something for this. And she is going to try and get a stick or branch that looks kind of like a Y. And oh, she's going to try <laughs> and use dowsing. Her dowsing rod. Okay, explain that ability. Yeah. Please. Uh, to the listeners, because it's it's totally just the listeners and I have no fucking idea <laughs> what any of the things your stupid character does are. <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, oh, we, we knew you'd be mad. There's going to be a big sheet audit. There's gonna, the sheet <laughs> audit is going to be sweeping. So, I have um, dowsing. Uh, I can channel mysterious forces in the nearby environment to locate hidden resources. One... So, like, there's three in particular things I can look for. Sure. One is water. Mm-hmm. Two is grapes. Okay. And three is metal and gems. So, I'd like to grave douse. Okay. So you're grave dowsing. Yes. So I have, it has a range of 440 feet. Um, and it's looking for, it would look for like collections of graves first. Okay. And so Matume would try to, I would hope, I would say actually while I'm like doing this whole dowsing thing, I've got my rod out and I was like, all right, Matume, so I'm going to try something. I haven't tried it before. But if we get where we're trying to go, you're going to be happy because it'll be graves. Hmm. I need you to keep us in the lights while I follow my instincts. All right. So do you kind of like close your eyes and follow the stick and I'll kind of put my hands on your shoulders. And as you go towards a shadow, kind of like, no, no, no. Yes. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. So you're closing your eyes and following this dowsing. Basically. I have 10 minutes of directions that I'm given. So I do need to roll. Okay. And this is where I have almost zero pluses. So Cool. I rolled a two. So I um, don't find any graves, nor water, nor gems. Uh, but, like, I find nothing. So I would say uh, for the next ten minutes or so, Eclipse is going to be pretending that she still knows what she's doing. And um, she's just going to walk, but she's going to make sure she doesn't go actually too far from town. And then once we, she gets to the edge of, like, kind of town, she's going to peek her eyes open a, a, a couple times. She's like, I don't know, Matumbe, I'm just not feeling anything anymore. So 
you came upon the first house and you searched it. Yes. And Eclipse, you, your stick initially starts to lead you south before you kind of, within 30 seconds, lose any sort of real directional power. So as your eyes are closed, Matumbe, please make a perception check. Oh, I thought you were going to hit me with the per- uh, profession gravedigger. <laughs> no, she doesn't find grave. She <laughs> fucked it up. I did. I rolled a two. All right. That is a uh, dirty 20. A dirty 20 is enough yes. to see that uh, about 20 feet of, ahead of you guys in Eclipse's path, but kind of covered in brush again, is another bear trap. So you're able to lead her away from it. No, no, no. <laughs> Awesome. So, as you head to the south, that perception check is actually enough to see... um, It appears to be like a fallen scarecrow. Okay. And it lies to the side of the path. What do you do? Oh, boy. Um... Could I potentially do some sort of knowledge local to determine the purpose of this scarecrow? Sure. 24. With the 24, you would know this was a farming town. Mm-hmm. It'd be uh, it'd be usual for them to have scarecrows around. All right. Um, are we headed towards it with the stick? Yes, or? you're kind of headed down the path from the first house that you had encountered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're doing your best to keep Eclipse kind of within the bounds of the... Even even though it's kind of overgrown, it's yeah. still pretty clearly a path uh, that, that leads from kind of building to building to square to etc. Okay. Is this the first Scarecrow I've seen? It I'm is. S- okay. Um, I would like to take a perception check against it to see what the deal is. Okay. How far away would you say you are making this perception check? Oh, Jesus. Um, let's say we're at a, a, a good 60 feet. A good 60 feet. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's getting dim. Okay. So I'll, I'll say it's still, it's still light in this area. The tree cover mm-hmm. isn't as bad where there's kind of crops around. Um, but... But go ahead and make it, and I'll calculate your penalty. It's going to be a 25 total. A 25 total. Okay, that's more than enough, even with the penalty, to see that it, this did appear to be a scarecrow. Hmm. Uh, until you got a little closer. And you see bones jutting from the tattered rags. Oh, Jesus. Um, and and as as you you kind of you stand at that sixty feet and and maybe like hold Eclipse by the scruff mm-hmm. uh, so she doesn't get too far away from you and continue down the path, you can see that it's the withered body of a man, oh, and it dear. appears that his leg is caught in one of these bear traps, and he's jammed in a scarecrow. It. He looked like he was a scarecrow from far oh. away. He's in he's in like withered rags and he's got kind of like the the straw hat and that kind of thing on. But okay. Okay. um and you couldn't really see because he's well enough covered, you couldn't really see the signs of decay and stuff until you got close enough. In this farming area, and especially with that knowledge local, you would have assumed that it's 
a scarecrow. It certainly looks like one. All right. So before we get any closer, puts his hand on Eclipse's shoulder. And I honestly did throw out that 60 foot completely randomly. But also 60 feet is the exact range of my detective alignment. Oh, am, how convenient. I am worried. <laughs> You're 65 feet away. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I am worried that this could, because we just got our shit housed by an undead creature, uh-huh. I'm worried that this could be also be undead. Okay. Or may animate when I get close. So I'd like to detect evil on the corpse. Jesus, just in front of guys. you? Like, think about the way that you're standing currently. Yep. Okay. Also, I love the imagery of, like, seven-foot tall Matumbe in front or behind three-foot-through eclipse. Yeah, I, I, like, find... I bet it's, like, hard for you to even reach down. Like, right? Down mm-hmm. her. Um, you detect evil, kinda, but not on the scarecrow. Kind of, you know, make sure eclipse is stopped and concentrate to find auras. You find an aura. It's right in front of you. Oh, I see. Hmm. Matumbe, what is it? What are, what are we looking for? Mm, you see that scarecrow up ahead? It's not a scarecrow. That is a man. Oh, Looks like he was oh caught my. in a bear trap like you were. Oh, that's not very fun. Uh, that, that sucked. Yes, it did look like it sucked. But uh, I attempted to detect evil on it and... Well, what do you know? It appears that this uh, particular alignment is clinging to your spirit. I have no qualms with evil. I try and maintain a fairly neutral countenance myself. Be careful, Eclipse. Do not let it consume you. I've seen good consume people, and they act irrationally. But I've also seen evil consume people, and they've acted even more irrationally. Keep your wits about you. I, I don't. I don't think that'll be an issue, Matumbe. Just, just please don't tell the others. I can't have them leave me. They, they would leave. Please, please promise me you won't tell them. Eclipse, I. Uh, I feel that we may have grown a little closer over the last couple hours, and I will certainly... You have my word. You have my word. I will I will keep this between us. Thank you, Matumbe. I couldn't imagine Ikmer and Lyra leaving me. I, I don't think they would leave you, but... The, the boy, Ikmer, he has a pure soul. If I promise... Not to tell them. You must also promise me you will not try to sway him towards the dock. I would never do anything that he wasn't already doing or planning to do. That is all I needed to hear. Thank you very much, Eclipse. And you hear in your head, and it's almost making it difficult to hear, Matumbe. It's kind of interspersed. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. <laughs> He's gonna tell. He's gonna tell on us, Eclipse. Yeah, so, uh, to me, this 
falls into the same like this this would totally be part of my stain anyways so it's like I'm glad that you brought the lopper out but um so I'm mean Eclipse is kind of in shock I don't think she expected to for this to come up so soon so um she's gonna continue kind of muttering and talking to herself and in her head um I guess she would uh tell the lopper in her in her head I mean how can I trust him you can't you definitely can't you heard him he thinks evil is worse than good even he thinks that they are the ones who become even more irrational I'm fine. I've become irrational. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> He's the one that's irrational. Have you seen him? <laughs> he stapled a man to a cross. What the hell? Exactly. And then he tattooed himself in celebration, and he's only going to keep doing it. It's only going to get worse. He thinks it's balance. That's not balance, is it? He's when I killed people when I was alive. I killed them. I made sure they were dead. They didn't suffer from me. No, he just watched. He liked it. He's, he's, he'll come this way. Well, if he doesn't, <laughs> we got a plan for that, don't we? I mean, there's always a plan. Maybe we can get some of these kids on our side. <laughs> they don't seem to like him very much. I mean, we all know that there's monsters inside of Lyra, and you've seen, you've seen werewolves. Don't you think Ick's looking that way? It's feeling good from our side. It does look pretty fucking sick, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, just wait. It's going to be a rude awakening for our grave digger, buddy. <laughs> I don't think Lyra's looking too well either. That'll be okay, because once they surrender to what's over, going to overcome them, then uh, they, they won't ever leave. They'll, they'll be with us forever. And that'll be good. And then we can convince Matumbe. Or, or I, c- I could just keep him. <laughs> I don't know if I want to share my room with him. <laughs> and then uh, the lopper would kind of go silent. Eclipse. Eclipse. Spaced out there for a second. I I said, do you, do you want to check out this body? I don't detect any foul presence around it. Oh, so- sorry, Matumbe. I just... Yeah, uh, sorry. Just have some stuff on my mind. Um, hmm. I, I I don't think it's for her probably very important. If, if if we need to, though, I mean, I can, I can like hold the skull and tell you information about it, but I can only do that like once a day. So I don't know if we want to waste it on this random. No, no, that seems like something we would want to keep around in a in a back pocket until we are able to touch one of the corpses of the of the children, perhaps. That sounds good. So, I don't I don't know what to tell you. My dowsing rod didn't exactly work. Uh, I'm not sure where to go from here. Do we just want to keep looking around town and see if there's anything that stands out? I I don't know that we have much other options. We don't know where to go. We are here, but yet still directionless. Yeah. Maybe we should check out that body. You don't have to use your reading thing on it. Okay, yeah. We can get closer and like make perception check then. Okay. 
Uh, you make a perception check. Go ahead. 14. I roll a 6 plus 8. So, 14. 14. Okay. With a 14, you can see that he he has some stuff on him. It looks like he... Um, he came to the town and, and got caught in one of these bear traps. With that, you can intuit that he came to the town after the people of the town left. Hmm. Some sort of pillager. Pillaging the homes of the dead and the lost. Would you then uh, check out what he's got? Sure. So you see a turquoise around his neck... Um, and then a pouch and a pocket knife and what appear to be some thieves' tools. Go ahead and make a, an appraise check and or if you want to open the pouch. Yeah, I can make an appraise check. I've got a plus 10 to that. Okay. I will aid. I rolled a 16, so that's 26. 28. 28. You're relatively sure, certain this turquoise is worth 100 gold. Um, as you kind of look over the pocket knife, it has some actual gold filigree on the handle. It's worth 50 gold. And you can tell the thieves' tools are masterwork. Nice. What's in the pouch? So in the pouch, you find 175 gold pieces, 38 silver pieces, and 100... Or no, sorry. Uh, ten copper pieces. All right, all right. Not bad for just a corpse laying around. That's a pretty big sack. Yeah. Except I don't think it was his. No. <laughs> <laughs> well. No. <laughs> Definitely, I think that was a thief. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like, again, I'm not sure what to do from here besides go back into town and make some more perception checks, and hopefully we roll better than, like, our first... So you're still yeah, kind of in town. Okay. You're between the first house you saw and that you kind of went through from the diary in and the next house. And then you can see actually relatively easily a lake out in front of you. That's past the, the next house kind of to the southwest. Hmm. Hey, Matumbe, do you think we should check out another house and then once Lyra gets here, go check out the lake? I feel like that's her area of expertise. I won't argue with that. Let's keep going. All right, next next house, I guess. Okay. So you come upon the next house and much like the previous house you saw, it's it's in a pretty bad state of disrepair. Doesn't look like this one was boarded up at all. What are you doing? Would you like another piggyback ride? Yeah, boost me up, Matumbe. Let's go. All right, can I look in the window? Yep. Ooh, 16 on the die plus 8 is 24. On the first level... Uh, you, you look through the first window. Again, it appears to be like a kitchen area, maybe a, a living area. But the next window you look into, you're relatively certain this is a little girl's room. 
Hey, Matumbe. I, I, I don't know if there was a victim here, but there's definitely a little kid's room. We should, we should go check it out. A lot of kids died here. Could be a winner. All right, let's yep. go. Let's go in there. Okay, so you guys open up the uh, front door? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you came to join me. Roll initiative. Son of a bitch. So it's dark, right? In the house, yeah. Yeah. Real low initiative. All right. What you got, Eclipse? Eight. What about you, Matumbe? Sixteen. Okay. Matumbe, you are first to act as this little girl kind of appears in front of you. Sweet. Cool, cool, cool. I would like to... He's going to go back to an old favorite. Oh, wait, is it directly in front of me? Uh, like it is within... roughly 10 feet away from you in, in the house. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so he's going to say, uh, Eclipse, let's put some distance between us and it. And he's going to take, uh, he's going to step back 20 feet. And then fires a disrupt undead at it. Okay, old make a range touch attack. Classic. Maybe. Old classic can trip. 19 against touch. 19 against touch will hit. All right, here comes some positive energy damage. Five. Not bad. All right, it is its turn. And it sinks into the ground. That's not very nice. And you don't really know where it goes. Eclipse, you're up. 10 feet directly in front of Matumbe was the haunt. I'm next to him, so I was kind of like diagonal. I'm going to take a five foot, like, over so that I'm in between Matumbe and the haunt, where the haunt was. You mean the girl? Sorry, not, yeah, not, not. Because you're 100% sure these aren't haunts. Yeah, I know. I messed up. Sorry. Um, So then I will go ahead and extricate my haunt into the space in front of me and it will um, have a spell charged in it and once the um, actions that I need to that like will uh, activate it happen then it will go ahead and go okay so do you have to be a little bit more specific like with that is that like readying an action where it has to have a specific trigger or are you just saying like I place my haunt on the ground and if something touches it it goes off trigger needs to be clear but they can be general it's um so you can't really just say like once the thing that has to happen happens it happens yeah I guess it generally like so like I know what I what the only there's only one trigger and I know what it is I just I guess I was keeping it as a more I guess I was trying to not, like, have you immediately be like, okay, this is what it is. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I will play as if I don't know what it is, but you kind of have to say it. I mean, as soon as it gets within touching range, the, like, wraith, my spell will go off. Okay, perfect. It's still light outside. The wraith 
is nowhere to be seen. If you remain outside of the house, you can exit initiative order. I mean, what do you think, Steve? Uh, I, is it possible there's a clue inside? Yes. Are we particularly well-equipped to deal with this thing in close quarters? Not exactly. We've survived one before, but got a little beat up. So um, I was trying to, you know, just kind of pump disrupt undeads into it from range. I would rather not go toe-to-toe with it. Yeah, that's what I was I, thinking. I, th- I think we just keep exploring the, the village. Okay. Yeah. So you maybe you mark this place off as like, yeah. this is a point of interest and we know where it is, but uh, we're going to wait and see if our friends ever show up. Yeah, I also will know the minute that it gets dark enough and if it decides to leave and explore. I'll know that. Okay. Because my haunt stays, so. Okay. Uh, but you would hear from inside. <laughs> Little girl, I think you misunderstand. You can't get us right now. Mm, not for long. Right. <laughs> I don't like the way you play. <laughs> don't touch me there. You guys should mark the the house of or the door with a big red X. Just to make sure, you know. I mean, I can't imagine that somebody's going to come along behind us, you know, because I feel like they should have been here by now. Hey. <laughs> to be fair, at this point, you've been in the town for maybe a half an hour. So you're sure. expecting them two hours after you in reality. When my friends get here, you're going to be in trouble, Missy. I mean, should we go to the next house, I guess? So or Do all the other houses look boarded up? Uh, Is there any house that looks different? You gotta tell me where you're going first. So you see the lake to the south, you see another house directly to the west, a house to the southwest, and then you see a lot more buildings towards the center of town. You're kind of more on the outward uh eastern southern edge. And what I'm asking is within my capable field of vision, do any of the houses look abnormal? Like, just looking around. You can't tell. You're you're roughly, I mean, you're several hundred feet away from the nearest one. It's not like you're, like, seeing it like it's right next to you. Oh, so we're, like, still yeah, this, pretty far on the outskirts of Yeah, town. this town is okay. roughly, you know, a couple thousand feet across okay. from house to house. Okay. So... So it's a lot bigger than the island. It's a lot bigger, yeah. and the houses are a lot further spaced. So think think a true farming village where, you know, you, you probably wouldn't necessarily be able to see the next the next building clearly from the from their neighbor's house. Is there a clear like road that connects all of these uh probably spaced out rural houses at least it appears to be like a path but again you can tell it's super overgrown so uh while while you guys have been following it from from where you entered the town it's not exactly um it's not exactly super clear and it it's not really telling you like hey i couldn't just cut through and go to this next place okay I think we just head towards town. Like, okay. 
if 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 we really don't if there's nothing in the immediate houses that really stand out to us right i i i wouldn't know what else to do except start looking around okay so you guys head towards kind of like the center of town mhm yep you see two more buildings as you proceed ahead they appear relatively nondescript um you can certainly check them out but um they you know they're they're classic like a shed and then another house um so if you want to check out the the second house you certainly can like in town right like we're we're now in the center of the town correct you're not there yet you passed two houses getting to the center of town i'm saying if you want to check them out you can or a shed and a house you pass them on your way to the center okay. of town pass them up i mean yeah, yeah. Unless, again, if drive-by looks yeah. are not pointing to, like, hey, everything else is, is like this and this one's different, then there is no there's no reason I would want to stop at every house. Sure. That's crazy. Yeah, so like, you- I, I'm sorry. I just, I just feel like this, this, this is in line with our overall team strategy here is that we're on, like, this very general, if something pops out at us, we can respond immediately. And then when we get the information of very specific things from Lyra and Ikmer, then we can focus in on what's important. But right now we're just, tra- we're, the two of us, we're just going for easy wins. Yep. And as you approach the center of town, you see what might be one. Mm, looks like an easy win. It appears to be a chapel with a graveyard behind it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You can't tell from the outside. Ugh. It's like a farm town chapel. <laughs> Hey Matumba, you're pretty familiar with these kind of buildings, right? Hell yeah. Should we just should we go check the graves, see if any of the any of the kids like died or any of the graves were happen to be the similar time period as when Seems to be happened? a pretty large con- collection of graves. I'm surprised you sticked it and bring you directly here. Alright, alright. <laughs> <laughs> I know I told you what's wrong. I messed up. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Alright, yeah, um, yeah, let's check it out. Let's. I, I, I'd like to uh, go run through and see if maybe we see the name Rachel on any of the um, Rachel Strapple, apparently. Yeah, Rachel Strapple. On, on any of the headstones. Um, so you do kind of walk through the graveyard. You're looking specifically. You're reading all the tombstones. And you do see a Rachel Strapple. Oh boy! Make a profession grave digger. Absolutely, it's a good one. It's going to be a nineteen total. You can tell that the earth wasn't disturbed here. Okay, as if this, and and maybe you've heard of this before as a grave digger, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a ceremonial grave where a headstone is placed, but there's no body. Oh, it's like uh, it's like the Arlington Cemetery exactly. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Eclipse. Un- unfortunately, I, I, the Earth doesn't look disturbed. Not even for a proper burial. I I do not think this Rachel Strapple was buried here. Okay, Matume. What is the like? Let's check out the date though on uh date of death because I I, I I bet you they have that. And then how many kids were there? What ten? We should check all of them. I don't know how many kids. I think it was six. Yeah, it was it was ten. It was ten from um, morass. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Six. We should Such find a bad a lawyer. six. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> uh, but but really, that's what um, Eclipse would be urging Matumbe to like. Let's start checking the graves for all of them that were this around the same date. Yeah. Um, Both of you make uh, an intelligence check. Got to do that date check math. Dirty twenty. Oh, I got a thirteen plus four, so seventeen. With that dirty twenty. You start following Eclipse's plan, mm-hmm. and it, it, it makes sense to you, but then you kind of have this um, this revelation, and you think, well, the beast brought Elsa's body back, and she was a victim. I'm guessing we could, if we were looking for a body, we could find hers. She's one of the children that was actually found. All right. God, I'm fucking smart. Okay. <laughs> no help whatsoever. No help nope. whatsoever. I, I don't have a spoon over here, and I'm certainly not feeding him. Good. I wouldn't want it, because um, I figured this out myself. <laughs> so, Eclipse, this, this was a ceremonial burial, but let's look for this girl, Elsa. We know that her body came back to the town. Good idea, Madume. Let's check. Let's do it. So you do find her grave, uh, unlike the prior girl, and because now you're kind of looking for it, you can tell that uh, this this appears to have been dug. You can mm-hmm. tell like the ground sits a little lower in this spot, uh, and it appears to be the shape of a child, a child's grave. All right. So Matumbe is, is planning on digging up this grave as a worshiper of Phrasma. Well, yes, because although grave robbing and tampering with bodies is certainly um, is certainly prohibited by the church, frowned upon, not frowned upon, <laughs> uh, prohibited. You, t- you said he was going to kill the guy that uh, disturbed the graves at Verast. Um, I have been doing my homework on Phrasma. And I do believe that finding the killer would be a noble cause if we're disturbing this grave for a noble purpose. And it's not really disturbing the grave. It's we're exhuming the body to, um, to, to, to learn and bring somebody to justice and then planning on reinterring it in the future. But I'm definitely praying hard before. Okay. So Matumbe prays, and then he digs. 15 minutes on the clock. <laughs> Clips pulls out her stopwatch. Well, it's a kid's grave, so maybe like 10. No, probably like five. <laughs> so you hit, you, you make that kind of loud thunk as you hit on a coffin. And you're able to clear the dirt and open the um, open the coffin and, and what you see inside is an, a weirdly almost like desiccated mummified looking child corpse uh, and what you note immediately well, actually, make, make a knowledge nature check or a um, 
Well, actually, I think knowledge nature is probably the right the right check for this. Sure. Jeez, I'm rolling hot. It's a 27. 27. Yeah. Okay, with a 27, um, with a corpse this preserved, and, and at the time of death, you're not sure. At first, you would think that, that maybe the, the eyes would have rotted out, but but the way it's preserved, you would have kind of expected, like, and it's kind of gross for you to know this, but I think as a grave digger, you've probably dealt with yeah. this before. Um, you would have expected some, like, jelly almost where the eyes were. That's foul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not there. And your, immediate, your immediate thought is that she wouldn't have had eyes when she died. If she was interred like this and, and that, that isn't there... She must have been missing her eyes. Oh my. What about the rest of her body? Is does this look like natural decay? Or does it look like she got her life essence sucked out and there was a just a dried mummy husk left? Like a like that I would expect as a player from the um like like what a wraith would do suck, draining all the con. You can make a knowledge religion with a uh Take a plus four because you've felt this and kind of are seeing it on yourself. I'll help you out. I automatically aid. Okay, perfect. All right. Damn, you're it rocks tonight. And you're plus four. It's going to be a 33. Yeah, with a 33, <laughs> you immediately think that um, this little girl had, like, her her essence was sucked right out of her. Good. That's Whoa. good news. Matumpe, this is it. This is this is the information we need. <sighs> Eclipse. I think we we have found the most important piece of the puzzle so far. This this young young little girl was was not killed by the hands of a beast, no weapons, no blades, no flails. This girl was killed. By some otherworldly force who could suck the life straight out of her. Yeah, Matumbe, a wraith. We've dealt with them. I, that's where I was going with that. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, a little build-up wouldn't have hurt that interaction. <laughs> Matumbe is all about teasing out the information. That's right. Come on, he's, he's watched courtroom dramas. He knows how to tease it. <laughs> that's right, and then you drop the hammer. Okay, um... I th I think once Lyra and Eclipse get whoa Lyra and Ikma get here, we should see if they have any more information on the town. But this is a very good start for the trial tomorrow. So, are you taking the corpse with you, or are you are you kind of like putting it back in the coffin, uh, reinterring it, or leaving it open to the air? What's your what's your Ferasman way? Well, it would certainly be disrespectful just to sling the corpse across my shoulder and bring it back to town. So I'm not doing that. Um, I think transporting the corpse in its original coffin would work. I think just bearing it back up just brings us right back around to he sh he said uh, she said mm -hmm. when we get back to town. Oh, they were killed by a wraith. Okay, well, that's what you think, and you're not even from here. So 
I don't think we can return without evidence. Although this may be distressing evidence. Yeah. So remember when we picked up a face? <laughs> you didn't, you we, didn't show that in court. We did not pick up didn't. a face. <laughs> you did not show that in court. You put her back in the coffin. Maybe you have more investigating to do. Um, realistically, I know I know we have this fanciful view of how long it takes Matumbe to dig graves and stuff, but even like examining the body and making sure that you're careful because you know that this is a like you're actually disturbing a grave and, a and that kind of thing. Amount of praying before, yeah, hours. So, I, I, no, yeah, sure, sure. Um, no, but I, I'm assuming at this point. It's gotten dark, but you hear a sound on the horizon. And it gets louder. And you see your friends cantering into town. And I need everybody to finish their drinks because we'll see you next week. Sure took your time, guys. Sure took your time. I, I almost died. <laughs>